Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. I'm Kelly Dean, physical therapist and founder of the Tummy Team. This podcast shares the personal journeys of Tummy Team clients as they restore their core and pursue being strong to be pain-free and connected for the life they were meant to live. Welcome to the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. This is Kelly Dean, and this is part two of our motherhood series. So part one, we talked about all of the ways that investing in moms means a strong mother, a strong family. And we talked specifically about the early stages of motherhood from preconception to conception to pregnancy, to the delivery, to the postpartum stuff, to um, birth recovery and, you know, those newborn stages and then into the kind of the toddler years. And, you know, at that point, we, we discussed a lot of things and a lot of our resources are geared at the tummy team specifically are geared to that season partly because most people develop a diastasis, separation of the abdominal wall, uh, during their pregnancy, during the birth, or, you know, notice it postpartum, or in the need some, some help with the diastasis in the birth recovery. So there, so that's one of the reasons. The other reason I think most of the tummy team resources that we have are, are geared around that season is because it is so obviously physically demanding. You know, the body just transforms for the birth and then transforms again for the birth recovery. And then the physical demands of motherhood in those early season, um, those newborn stages where the and the toddler stages, even when the baby and the kids are so physically dependent on mom. And and mom is often kind of weak to start out with because she just gave birth and sleep deprived and your hormones are messing with you. Um everything's loosey goosey and a lot of a lot of women are so disconnected from their core that they don't even know that that's the problem. They don't we don't realize how much our core is so essential to the stability of our body, but just also to our nervous system, to our emotional health, to our mental health, um, and to our ability not just to do things physically, but to be present emotionally. So, you know, we're really passionate about moms here at the Tummy Team because we have been inspired by so many of your stories. And motherhood, my personal journey into motherhood is um, what led to the creation of the tummy team. You know, the reality is motherhood, you know, is, is something that happens and continues to happen far beyond the time when those kids are so physically dependent on you. And so this, this episode um, of the tummy team journey podcast, we're going to talk about the not so obvious um, physical and emotional demands of motherhood in maybe those school age years and teenage years and even adult being a mom to adult children. And, you know, I'm not going to lie here. I was a, a little bit, um, hesitant. I was, I was struggling a little bit of thinking, what do I see? Because a lot of the resources are the same and I just feel like I'm saying the same thing. 
But I think that's the point. I think the point is that when it's less obvious, the physical demands of motherhood, we are more likely to ignore that we need help. So, you know, I've, I've talked about this a lot, the kind of psychology of women um, and self-care and mothers in, in particular being um, very much last on the list, you know, give, 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 deplete, deplete, deplete without um, really acknowledging or validating their own physical um, and emotional worth and the the investment that, you know, is totally valid to put in to your body to prepare you for motherhood and not just motherhood, but for being the mom that you really want to be. And, and that is a little bit more elusive. That is a little bit more about um, being connected and grounded and stable and present and intentional. And that's important in every season of motherhood. I feel like it shifts a little bit as the kids become a little bit more emotionally um, and intellectually developed, right? Because they have a little bit different demands on mom. So those, those, you know, early years are emotionally exhausting for us because there is a lot of emotions and a lot of hormones going on, but it's really physically um, exhausting, right? The lifting, the carrying, the nursing, the changing diapers, the bending over to help with shoes and clothes and washing hair and potty training. And, you know, and even just, you know, the things we do at at the park, you know, lifting them up onto the swings and the monkey bars and, and, you know, teaching them how to ride a bike and, um, you know, helping them do their first handstand and all those little things that we do as moms. And then the longevity of it, you know, it's all day long, right? Even if you, you know, when you work outside the home, you come home and you have a whole nother job at home. If you're at home all day, you're at home all day. And, it's constant. It's a constant need all the way up till when they go to bed and sometimes beyond because sometimes they sleep with us or they wake up with a bad dream or, you know, they, they come in and get in bed in the middle of the night. You know, there's, there's a lot of, um, ongoing things that moms are doing. And I'm not saying that dads aren't doing that, but we'll have a different podcast for dads around father's day. We're talking about moms right now. And there's just a uniqueness of that, in most cases, traditionally, the primary caregiver, um, even when if you, you know, work outside the home and you're not a stay at home mom, you're still a primary caregiver in a lot of cases um, to be there for the kids. So let's think about that next season, elementary school. Um, one of the one of the things that I advise my moms when they come into the clinic about, because I have a little bit of perspective, I believe, because I um, I'm not in that newborn stage anymore, and I'm not in elementary school stage anymore. I have some uh, an adult child and two teenagers, and um, one of the things that I say is elementary school is like the second trimester of your pregnancy when you're feeling pretty good you have a little bit of energy and that's when you take your little yoga class and that's when you you know um do all the the stuff the first trimester you're exhausted and pukey and nervous and scared and and adjusting to um 
you know, to mother, you know, being pregnant. And that's what I kind of think about as the newborn stage and the toddler years. It's that time that my husband calls it the tired years. Um, you know, those, uh, that you're pretty exhausted, pretty worn out. Um, and you're just a lot of times you're enjoying the moments, but you're pretty much surviving. Um, elementary school is kind of like that second trimester of pregnancy. Um, and, and the, what I mean is, it's less physically demanding um, and it's not quite as emotionally demanding as the next stage is going to be. So it's the stage where most of your kids learn how to, you know, read and tie their own shoes and get themselves dressed and take their own shower and then go to the bathroom by themselves. And um, they can even do some chores around the house. And, uh, you know, you're helping them to learn how to read and make friends and, and stuff like that. Um, and develop, you know, into great little human beings, but not as much physical demand. This tends to be the time that we pack our schedules as moms. We're like, oh, you know, I, I can get up, come up for air right now. This is a great time to sign them up for Little League and let's go to the gymnastics tumbling class and let's do music lessons and let's start art classes. And you have this moment in this season when you feel you you have a little bit of a break. Um, I'm not saying it's not still challenging. It's just different. You have a little bit of a break. And sometimes this for from the moms we see, this is the first time they could come up for air where they could really think about doing some self-care. And um, maybe they hadn't strengthened or recovered fully from birth and from those early years because that time was just overwhelming and all-consuming. And they just didn't think that they could add another thing like physical therapy or core rehab or pelvic floor rehab into their life. So they powered through their symptoms. And then we get to this this elementary school age and it's like, oh, it's a little bit easier. Um, and instead of taking that moment to invest and consider what your body might need, we fill it with things, more things for the kids. And I'm not saying that's bad. We all do it. I just want to recognize that this, it's not too late. If you are in this season and you didn't get, you know, the postpartum care that maybe you or your body needed and you've learned to live with leaking urine or back pain or poochy stomach or collapsed posture and you've just kind of assume this is just your mom body and um, you've settled for that and, you know, kind of maybe reluctantly, um, but nonetheless kind of settled for that and you're keeping your focus on the kids. I'm not saying to, to not keep your focus on the kids, but I am saying that this is the time for you to take care of yourself. Take this nugget of time to, it's not going to be very, very long. Honestly, our, our core foundations, our most popular course, um, for every season of motherhood, um, is an eight week course. And most of our clients report that they feel significantly better in the first two weeks. And the eight week course is, the structured part of the course, but the resources in our approach are lifelong recess resources, things that are going to carry on far, far beyond um, 
you know, the, the year or the eight weeks that you're in it. Um, we give you tools and resources that are going to help you through all the upcoming seasons and the current season that you're in. And there are some physical demands of this season. There, there's some endurance that's required. A lot of times we are driving kids to sporting events and we're sitting in camp chairs. There's a better way than to sit in a camp chair, by the way. And we have resources for that. Better ways to sit on the sidelines. We're sitting on bleachers where we're, um, you know, carrying, uh, coolers and, and, you know, um, going from one place to the other and we're spending lots of time. It's kind of the show for first season where we're driving our kids everywhere, um, going from one thing to the next. And so there are some physical demands of it and, um, it, it does require some core strength and, and the ability for you to be involved with the kids at this age because they want us to play with them at the beach. They want us to jump in the pool with them. They want us to, you know, try the, the rock climbing wall and throw the football and play ultimate frisbee and, you know, some of our moms have chosen not to do those things because when they do it, their back goes out. When they do it, they wet their pants. And I'm here to say that those don't need to be the reality. I absolutely felt like I, I've had many times in my life where I've resigned to, oh, this is what this season looks like. And only to be surprised that actually it's not. And um, elementary school, um, school age times is that time. Now, I want to just take a moment to, to, to not neglect the homeschool mom, because if you're a homeschool mom and you're listening to this, you're thinking those school age years are not the second trimester. I still have a lot and a lot, a lot to do. And that is true. Absolutely. You are still emotionally and mentally and physically present um, throughout the day. But still, the age of the kids means that they are, you know, able to physically do more for themselves. So it is a little bit different when they're home with you all day. Um, but at the same time, it is still in comparison to the physical demands of those early years and the emotional demands of the teenage years. This is a different kind of pocket of time. And I feel like it's a, it's a prime time for mamas to get help. And if you don't know, like if this is your first kid <clears throat> and you haven't gotten to the next season, you might believe that this is this is the way it is. This is smooth sailing. I got through the tired years, the newborn years, the toddler years, and now we've got to this and now it's going to be smooth sailing all the way, you know, to the finish line, <clears throat> which by the way, there is no finish line. For motherhood. It's ongoing forever um, in different ways and in great ways, but it doesn't end. And um, if you don't know what's coming, you don't know to take a, a break and use this time to prepare for what's coming. All right. I'm not trying to scare you because I actually love the teenage stage. I am involved in the youth group at our church. And I have a lot of teenagers around me all the time. Um, but that being said, as our kids become teenagers, their physical needs become replaced with emotional needs. And this was when I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you guys about this. 
because it's one of those, it, it is, I said the word elusive already. It's one of those things where it's harder to put your finger on. It's not as obvious what you need to be present and prepared for the emotional mood swings and the um, <laughs> driving lessons <laughs> and dating and breakups and, you know, social media and um, the identity crisis that happens every other year at this stage. It, it's, it's interesting because I have said many times, I wish that I could just check out and say, whatever, do whatever, go ahead and date when you're 15. Okay. Have social media. Okay. You know, just tell me when you get home. I, I don't need to know who you're with. Uh, that's not actually how I roll. I tend to be ultra involved in my kids' lives. And the only way I can do that is from a place of strength. And I believe that strength comes um, from at a physical point. You know, we talked last time in the first our first episode of this series about the fact that we're physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual beings. Um, and we often can overlook the importance of the physical component of that, especially when we're in an emotional season. season. We really feel like, oh, I need to be emotionally present. I have found that it is very difficult for clients and myself to be emotionally present, even mentally present, um, when we're physically broken and or weak or have no endurance or we're dealing with chronic pain or our body tends to have be compensating in some way and just not functioning as efficiently as it should. And just think about this, like when you're run down, are you emotionally at your best? Or is that the time that you snap at somebody? You know, when you're tired, when you're hurting, um, it's often not our best version of ourselves. And we want to give you the resources to bring the best version of you to the table. And I believe these teenage years, as much as <laughs> it's tempting to check out it's so important because they're soon going to leave and then it's optional what they listen to with you, right? They, this is a time to really um, invest in this new individual. They're becoming their own person. And I think that to be in a place where you can really uh, um, identify with them and connect with them, even if it's very different than what you imagined when they were two years old and you were, you know, doing their hair in the mirror and you thought, oh, this is how this little girl's going to be. You know, there's no guarantee that that's how they're going to be. They're going to be their own person. And to be present and intentional in that, um, in the ups and downs and be somebody that they can come to and talk to about things. I believe you need to, to be really grounded. And I know that that starts at the core. And so, like I said before, the resources are very similar. Core foundations, also floor of your core, um, are two foundational programs that we do at the tummy team that take you step by step through a very holistic approach where we are 
looking well beyond like the simple physical healing and physical strength and looking at that big picture. And we work on that connection and that uh, dealing with kind of some of the emotional stuff that maybe we've pushed aside in the past and really kind of going through that process so that we do have that stability, not just physically, but emotionally. So we can, and that foundational strength, not just physically, but emotionally, so that we can be involved and present in the roller coaster of the teenage years. Um, a lot of people refer to toddlers and teenagers as kind of similar. Um, the big difference is um, toddlers also need you physically. And um, the things that teenagers are going to get into um, have a much, much uh, more serious consequences, right? So being being more, um, being intentional and being present and being involved Um I think really comes from being physically strong as well. So if you are somebody that's just learning about the tummy team and your kids are older and you think, oh, this is just for young moms. No, it's not. It's, it's for every season and it's for every um, mom. And it's, it's important that you invest in yourself and that you realize that that's, um, that you're still needed at an emotional and a physical level, but it just looks different. Okay, now I'm going to talk to you about the season of motherhood that nobody ever told me about, that in some ways has been the most challenging season. And in that, um, it is the parenting adult children. And you can't even call it parenting because we're not actually parenting them anymore, but you're still a mother. So being a mom of an adult or of adults, um, this is a whole new level. Okay. Because motherhood doesn't end when our kids graduate from high school or college or turn 18, um, or move out of the house. Um, you're always a mom. Now they may need you more intermittently. Um, and you know, less, uh, obviously, but there are, there are still things that, um, require our, our presence. And I think about this season as resiliency, being able to bounce back when things go well and things don't go well, being able to keep our hands loose, not tightly holding on, um, but our hands still open and available and having endurance. And I, I think that, it's there are certain seasons that I I think about now. Um, my oldest is 22. Um, I think about now where I really want to stay strong and active and um, available in every at every level. So I want to be available to help them move into their next apartment. I want to be. Um, capable of helping them move furniture and set up their kitchen. And as well, you know, I want to be able to travel with them and go on a hike with them and do some of those things. And then ultimately, at some point, there's going to be grandchildren, right? And being strong enough to be there at the birth and to help my kids with their newborns and to play with these little, um, grandkids and being able to, you know, be physically, get down on the floor with them and read books with them. And at the same time, be 
you know, a sounding board for our kids as they're, you know, picking their careers and they're, they're moving and relocating and they're deciding who they're going to get married to. And all of those things require functional strength. That is, it seems like, oh, well, this is, you know, a core rehab program. And it's so easy to think about, you know, let's just, you know, it's about flattening your tummy. It's about getting rid of your pregnancy belly. It's about, it's about closing a diastasis. But anybody that's done this work with us knows that it's far more than that. And if you've listened to any of the podcasts of the interviews, you probably get a sense that it's far more than that. Because I believe the core is so important to our overall health. And maybe that's the reason we use the word core, you know, the center, um, the interior most, you know, the, the foundation. And I believe it's more than just what we are doing kind of just at a, as a physical being. What I see with the older moms that we work with, whether that's like they're in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, um, they are so grateful for the simplicity and the effectiveness of what we do. We're not making it complicated. We're not making it, um, anybody could do it. It's not outside of your reach, okay? Anybody can do this at any fitness level and any functional level. And I think as we get older, like I said earlier, there are certain times that we um, we accept or we we resign to, oh, okay, when I'm at this age, that just means that I wet my pants when I sneeze. Or that just means that I can't, you know, I can't walk the whole day, you know, when, you know, when we're Christmas shopping with the, with the kids, you know, I can't, I can't do that because my back is going to hurt or my knees are going to hurt or my hips are going to hurt. You know, the things that we kind of start to settle for because we think that that's what happens as you get older or what happens after a certain amount of time after motherhood. I, I want to tell you that learning, I, I, I've, I've been in that place many times where I'm like, oh, this is as good as it gets. This, you know, it's going to go downhill from here, or this is just what this season is. And like I said, I've been surprised. And some of that surprise is watching the clients that I work with that are in a different season than me have these amazing recovery experiences. That gives me hope and makes me go, oh, Maybe just because I'm feeling this way right now, maybe I just need to implement some of this stuff in my own life. I need to remember that the stretches that we give are the fountain of youth and alignment and posture is really important. And the breath is so foundational to how we connect and how we stay grounded and, and doing those fitness minutes with my clients and keeping my strength and flexibility up and moving and giving meaningful movement throughout the day and not, um, and, and thinking about where is that pain coming from? What is my body compensating for? How can I support it better? And that's what we do at the tummy team. We give you these lifelong resources and tools that are going to help you weather all the seasons that are coming, what, whether you're, you know, in, in this adult motherhood season, or if you, your kids are babies, or you're just listening to this and you haven't even had a baby yet, um, know that there are tools and there are strategies to be successful 
I want to say, like, I don't ever want to scare anybody, like, you know, about motherhood being so hard, so hard. It's not about that. For some people, physically, it's not demanding at all. They, it's just fine. But I would say that most people, that's not the case. Most of the women, not just our clients, but with mom's group and through my church and um, through the communities of my my kids' friends, this, it's, it's maybe, maybe women don't talk about it, but it doesn't mean that it's not happening. So recognize that you're not the only one and it doesn't have to be like this. If you are struggling, it doesn't have to be this like this. And if you're not struggling, why not be proactive so that you don't struggle in the next season? And that's, that's the thing is we want, we want you to recognize your value your importance, how much your family um, relies on you and depends on you, and how can we invest in your well and your bank so you have more to give and you're not depleting yourself. And we we want to offer those resources. So that's like when I when I thought about this this series for motherhood, it's a little different than some of our other um, podcast episodes, but I really felt like it was important to embrace all the seasons and to really acknowledge the value of women. And I can't tell you how many times somebody tells me that they listened to the podcast and that was the reason they ended up finally doing one of our programs. And I think it has to do with that. And I've said this many times, the common humanity, recognizing that you're not alone. There's other people that have experienced something similar to what you're experiencing and have had some really great successes and aren't in that place anymore. And there's hope. And I feel like being able to relate to each other and to know that um, there are resources and help and there are people that this is what we do. We love what we do at the tummy team. We love working with moms. We love working with everybody, but so many of our clients are mothers and you know, the, the women that run this program are all moms too. So we understand that balance of taking care of ourselves and taking care of our family. And we try to create a program that's completely doable and um, that's not going to consume your well, it will consume your life, but in a good way, good way. It's not going to consume your timeline and your calendar and your schedule, but it will consume you in the way that you are going to have a fresh new knowledge and um, awareness of what your body is capable of and tools to help it get there to be the mom you were meant to be. And that's what we wanted to share. Okay, so thank you guys. Um, we are doing a promotion. If you're listening to this, you know, right around the time that it airs, you know that we're doing a promotion called Strong Mother, Strong Family. We have a couple t-shirts and tote bags at thetummyteam.com to spread this message. We're also sharing a lot of resources um, through email and on our social media pages. And we just really want to reinforce the importance of moms being strong so their families are strong. Okay, so thanks so much for everything that you guys have shared with us so far and for being here and listening to my story and all the things I have to share with you. And we will see you again next week. Thanks so much, everyone. Be well. Thank you for joining us today at the Tummy Team Journey Podcast. 
The Tummy Team is committed to validating your story, providing you with relevant practical education to understand your body, and offering effective solutions to live the life you were meant to live. Check out thetummyteam.com to get more information about how we can help you specifically and see if one of our online programs is right for you. You can also follow the Tummy Team on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube to get tips, encouragement, and support.